a brother who served in the military and after finishing his service and coming back to America, and this was during the Civil Rights Act, he applied for a job and uh, check out what happens to him. He's going to share his story of discrimination. Take a look. When I come back and applied for the job, they passed the Civil Rights Bill. They passed it in 64, but they didn't sign it until 65, 1965. And when I went and applied for the job, the Civil Rights Bill had been signed. And the white guy brought me to his plant, and he, I guess, was testing to see whether I was familiar with chemicals, how to perform the chemicals to, to make it. That was the key part, performing the chemicals. So his machine was a little different from military, so I, he, he told me I'd do a touch a few things. I asked where they were, and he showed them to me. And all of a sudden, I started mixing the chemicals and getting it together. And here come that big, pretty block of dry ice. Come out smoking. Some people call it hot ice. Some people call it dry. Came out smoking, and I took the chemicals from that and filled a fire extinguisher with CO2. Mm -hmm. I took the CO2 off of that, filled a fire extinguisher. The white guy told me, I've been in the war in mine, and even got hurt in the war. He told me, oh, I see you're a very smart boy, very intelligent boy. He said, my, my, my. He said, but uh, I don't hide color for this. He said, tell you what, he said, go in the closet and get the broom and the mop. He said, go out front, sweep the trash up out front. The paper out front, because he was next door to a, a city dump light, uh, where it's a disposal place where you dump your garbage and the wind blew it all in front of the ice house. Uh, he said, sweep that up. He said, when you get through, take that mop and go in the room and clean the toilet and mop the, the, the toilet out. I dropped everything. I was so hurt. Whew. I never, it hurt me now. Whew. It was rough. I was going to kill him. Honest to God, that's when I really wanted to kill. You tell me I want to serve my country. This is what I get. Not a job to take care of my family. So that's what really pushed me to think my own business. And eventually, that's what I end up with three businesses. Three. I had three businesses and I had a job. That's what kept me going. And I'm glad I'm here today where I could relax. I said, I did, I did everything, educated our children. So I'm pleased and happy today. But I never forgot and never will. So even after the Civil Rights Act was passed, he still was discriminated against. This was a highly intelligent man, what seems to me like, you know, very, very skilled in the sciences. Uh, this white supremacist wasn't having it. So he abolished him to picking up a broom and cleaning. But what he did was he took all of his skills and he made a life for himself. He built three businesses and now he is living his best life in Ghana. He packed up and he left. And this is exactly what we all need to do. Kudos to this brother. And as you can hear, even just talking about it, 
he's still choked up because it's really not something that you ever forget. And, you know, true to today's time where no matter how much we march and loot and all the things that we do, trying to get a seat at the table or trying not to be othered or discriminated against, it still happens. So at the end of the day, nothing changed, nothing changed at all. Um, so this is a true success story that just makes my heart want to burst open with joy. And I hope that we are all feeling very inspired by this brother and that we will also aspire to do the same for ourselves, our loved ones, our family, um, our children coming up behind us um, and set that example. Let me know what you all think about this. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Also subscribe to my YouTube channel, EA Public Relations, where I report on all things Black-owned across Ontario and Canada. Until next time, please be safe, everyone. Peace be.